So what are we talking about today? It's our first episode. Yeah. So in today's episode, what we're essentially talking about is three things. Firstly, we're going to focus off on the ongoing war that is going between Apple and Epic Games in relation to the Fortnite ban and also the Apple tax, which a lot of the other jurisdictions are talking about. Then we're going to move on to the recent action taken by the Indian government in relation to banning this very popular game called PUBG. You might have heard yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, of right? course. Like it's almost everywhere right now. Yeah. Like and people are legit protesting against it and there's quite some noise Absolutely. that is being made about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And then to close off, we're going to talk about another very related topic to this is the recent acquisitions and the recent investments that Reliance Industries has acquired in this year. And what could that possibly mean for the future of PUBG in India? Let's start off with some comical bits of news. Yeah, of course, like uh, when we are in our nation, there are, we keep getting these news clips that make you laugh in the morning, right? So I came across something just recently, I think it's a couple of days back that in Patiala, people are planting 10 saplings just to get a gun license. Now that's happening. So you get a gun license if you basically plant saplings. Now that's some extremist way of promoting environmentalism, don't you think? Like almost experiment. I don't get it. Yeah, it's a very weird take I would say because you know, like to get a gun, you have to make 10 saplings or rather plant 10 saplings. Like what happens then? Who takes care of the saplings? Like, you know, like just pick up some seeds and just plant the saplings and get a gun. And like, I don't get it. Like it's just almost hilarious. And the other piece of news that we were going to share was, uh, so did you see the death of media? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The death of media. So yes, people, media is dead and it has been officially been published in the newspaper in Delhi. And so it was under the obituary section that a man managed to publish this entire obituary for the media that the media is dead. Well, it has been for a while, I yeah. guess. Yeah, and it, has it was been. very smartly done, though. Yeah, 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 absolutely. He has done those pacing so yeah. that you know it wouldn't it wouldn't be picked on very yeah, easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And also in relation to this, regarding the death of media, did you hear what Trump just advised? Trump told people that you know you should put your votes in a ballot and then on the election day go to the polling stations and check the double voting thing, yeah, right? yeah then check if your name has appeared or not and if not then appear and go vote and, once again and that's the thing when we have world leaders like this we don't need to find content you know it's not very difficult to come up with some content if you have world leaders like this providing us content just comes to yeah it you just know. comes to you in the morning trump wakes up and he's like let me just, you know, tell my uh, country that they can vote twice. And, yeah. You know, like, and vote for me. You know, I get it. God knows, like, what he's always... It's always every morning you wake up and you find some tweet from Trump which is, just throws you off. Like, <laughs> like, democracy... I don't understand. Like, does he understand what a democracy is about? True, true. I, I don't get it. And the Trump administration has been, you know, royally messing up yeah. since the, like, his entire election. But in regard to that, during the COVID times, don't you think, you know, it has has been a little bit more apparent. Absolutely, it like it has become so blatantly apparent that the world leader is not capable to handle such a huge position. Like right. it's very apparent because right. he is literally going out there and saying that you can just bleach yourself, you know, pour bleach into your uh, uh, bloodstream and you'll be cured of coronavirus. He's prescribing medications as if he's a doctor. He's got his degrees from somewhere. I, I don't know, that's there. Just in relation to that, I think Anthony Fauci is just crying somewhere. <laughs> right. But speaking of COVID, did you hear about the UP robbers who got caught for 
you know sanitizing themselves before robbing a jewelry shop like how how polite and how responsible of them you know how responsible of them to sanitize their hand right before they rob the jewelry shop and I'll, to that i'll just give a clap to those robbers well done my friends well done very well you done. are more educated than the rest of the planet did did the news piece say whether they were wearing masks or not probably. i don't know yeah probably, probably. they were they were probably wearing a pp suit i guess like yeah, to be yeah. just to be extra careful while so they're robbing a jewelry store yeah. yeah great so moving on we should talk about what we are uh, here to talk about that is the apple tax now right. that has grabbed a lot of attention a lot of protest and a lot of people have endorsed for it against it and as far as i am aware uh, you are pretty against it when it comes yeah, to apple tax yeah, yeah. See, i'll give you my view on it so essentially regarding the apple tax thing i think it is totally unfair and i'll tell you why the reason but, but before is, but before you go into telling me why it is wrong can i just suggest as to uh, why a corporate can per se levy such a tax sure yeah so sure, essentially it. what i believe is like if we don't see it from the perspective of say big builders like big developers like epic for that matter and most people as you would say that people don't know about this that epic has been a long time establishment correct. it's not a new company and it's just associated with correct. fortnite but it is not correct so if you look at epic's history so epic games has been there since let's say the early 90s and during that point it's like time, the dot com bubble like yeah, during that during time. that point of time and also if you think about it and very few people actually know this unless you know they like go dig deep into this epic games is the company which actually made this very popular game developer engine called the unreal engine and multiple games have been relying on epic like epic software rather and you know so epic games is not a very new name to this market they've been here for a while but again coming back to the apple tax issue yeah, and so why from, i'm against it yeah so, so from bringing from what you said so it's a establishment that has been there for a while right so what i am saying for them paying a tax of 30% might seem unreasonable at the point because they are already up there now i'm talking about uh, small developers small time developers freelancers individuals who are maybe making this as a project or they want to put it up there so i believe it's somewhat fair that apple charges a tax on that so that uh, this entire field entire platform that these developers are getting to promote and make money per se from what they're doing is true apple so it is i feel if you ask me it is fair to have a taxation that is taking control of this entire app development phase post the app development phase right so see i'll agree and disagree on both your like on your point essentially why i agree to it is there should be a tax absolutely you are providing me the platform you are providing me the consumer base right with which i can reach millions if not billions of devices right absolutely so multiple people have multiple devices these days it's not limited to one so you are giving me that platform where i disagree with your point is essentially that apple charges a flat 30% tax on whatever purchase in app purchase whatever subscription fee so i have a question have with regards to that this 30% that you're talking about is it a flat tax as in for everybody or there is some discrepancy when we think about that so see there is some speculation around it but there is some bits of hard evidence to prove that you know although apple if you go to apple's website right you'll see that they have you know uh, shown that it is 30% flat all across the board right but there have been deals that we are now coming 
in like to know of where apple has you know relaxed a little bit so some big names which i'm not taking for the moment right now have actually yeah, you know managed to strong arm apple to into getting a lower rate of taxation but again coming back to this like why i'm against this 30% is for one simple reason apple is only providing me with the platform and for that consumer base right it does not justify me let's say as a small developer you charging 30% on everything like see let there be a tax i'm completely okay with that but that tax should be you know in the form of an annual maintenance charge or something like that you should not bill me for every single transaction like let me give you a more practical example why fortnite was taken off from the app store okay yeah. the primary reason for that was fortnite introduced a payment mechanism where they had blatantly or rather clearly displayed right on the fortnite app that if you purchase let's say with 10 dollars of uh, fortnite's currency right if you go through apple you are getting stuff that is worth 7 dollars but if you buy through epic directly you will get stuff worth 10 dollars Now that right there, uh, don't you think it's somewhat? Uh, is it right on Epic's part to have such an offer, or do you think it's something as a reaction to this entire Apple tax that they came up with that entire scheme? Like, see, some would say it is pre-planned because why? I'll tell you if you look at the history of how this has been going on, right? After Apple, uh, you know, took Fortnite off from uh, its own App Store, within I think I believe 48 hours, Epic filed a lawsuit against Apple for that same reason that it was taken off due to arbitrary reasons. So one could say that you know Fortnite or other Epic games in this case was planning this behind the curtains for a while now. But again, having said that, this Apple tax to me seems very unjustified. I would rather they shift to an annual model instead of billing 30% for every single transaction because if you look at it from let's say from another example netflix here in india the base plan that you can buy for is i believe 199 rupees yeah. correct yeah if you go through a subscription of netflix on the apple store 30% of that 199 that you're paying to netflix goes to exactly apple. exactly but let's say you're on android or you subscribe to netflix through let's say the netflix website yeah right that 30% is not going to apple Right, and Apple is only giving you the platform. They are not giving you something additional. They are not hosting your app on their servers or something like that. Exactly. So it seems a little bit just unjustified to me. Like at least lower the rate of tax with some European countries have already raised this. Right. Yeah. Or you know, there was some uh, major tax dispute that went on with the European Union uh, for the last, I think, five years. If you tell me, there have been a lot of dispute that Apple itself has faced, not with specifically with regards to the App Store taxation, but in general with regards to tax evasion. We have seen a lot of cases come up during this last five years, I would say, uh, with the European Union. Correct. Right. Yeah. So that's that's my point. That's where I'm coming from. Either like my advice to Apple is, or rather my request to Apple is. Either convert this to an annual maintenance charge model where you're like billing developers once a year, or if you are going to go for a month by month basis, reduce the rate or have a differential rate depending upon how many downloads or how many users are exactly using your app. That I feel is a very good middle ground uh, which can be reached that is beneficial both for Apple and the app developers. But well, I guess you don't build a trillion dollar company yeah. uh, being kind. I guess <laughs> that is not doable. See, Apple is the kind of company who sells four wheels for the new iMac for seven hundred dollars. Yeah. 
ఇట్వీల్ is something we are riding out for the time being and up until a point which i think mask also refers to this once in a while where he says uh, a lot of these uh, things that we pay for like say mobility or uh, healthcare a lot of it the idea of a welfare state would be to minimize those to the lowest and have what you were saying like a maintenance charge for most of these things right so that is something that is being debated about right now but that's what let's see where it's headed we don't know what apple's going to do but let's hope it does find the middle ground but there. i'll just correct you on one point hmm. aramco is still larger <laughs> aramco is i believe if i'm not too wrong they are around 2.7 trillion where apple has just reached the 2 trillion mark if i'm not okay wrong. but wasn't like apple took over aramco for a day or two i guess in between i don't think so but we'll check and we 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 will get back to you on that maybe in the next episode but moving on so we have the next thing we are talking about is the pubg ban now that's huge because if i'm aware pubg made pubg made like a billion dollar just from india during last couple of months i guess yeah so if i'm not mistaken pubg earned from india i believe 1.5 million or was it 1.5 billion just the last month you know before they were banned correct and so see this latest ban that comes from the indian government is you can say their next step right towards the atmanirbhar movement that they've started correct where they're cutting off let's say chinese investments or you know chinese dominance let's say mm. in the indian market right to mm. make uh, india more self reliant thing absolutely but you know uh, i personally feel that the cut off that has happened for pubg is all right but you know it could have been dealt with in a better manner uh, absolutely like uh, the due process as to how it was done that ab- abruptly that a country is uh, almost using its sovereign rights to uh, ban a particular application on the basis of so the security reasons right there are security reasons which we are not really aware of so the public itself is very distant from as to why such a ban has taken place now there would be a lot of speculation with regards to forgy coming up in the right exact time when uh, pubg is banned with akshay kumar being the poster boy for it so essentially that being said we can clearly see that pubg becoming a very essential part in the youth of india not only india i think all over asia and everywhere but there is this one question that is that still remains is like a country using its sovereign rights in such a manner so see if i were to look at it from the legal standpoint right yeah. so what the indian government is right now doing is mandating indian ownership all right or protection of the users in india in terms of the data that they are sharing be it financial information personal information or whatever right exactly 
Now, if I look at it from a legal standpoint, although we have this data protection bill that you might have heard about, absolutely, which yeah. is there in the parliament right now, right? That mandates companies to have a dedicated Indian server where they will store exactly. the data of the Indian citizens. But as on date, under the law, as far as I recall, there is no strict mandate no, that you know you need to have the data of Indians within India. Exactly, like. And this may be seen like this action by the Indian government may be seen as you know a very arbitrary move because why I'll tell you there was no advance issue of notice or warning given to these companies that you know we're giving you this X stipulated amount of time get your act together and you know get the Indian customers data on a server that is hosted within the country right instead of saying that they were outright like you know from tomorrow XYZ apps are banned yeah. And in one fell swoop, this would probably be the third wave. Little over three hundred odd apps are now exactly, being, exactly. Know. And and uh, so last year I was. Uh, let me share an experience with you that way. Last year I was at a moot court. So you know, it's like a trending thing among lawyer. You know, budding students. Uh, we take up mooting. So I was at the FDI moot that is arranged by Skaden. And so the problem essentially dealt with that the three applications and websites were completely banned. And when you see it from the investor protection side of it, right? So that's what I'm trying to talk about here. That, say China. Now, if we look into the BITs properly, China, as far as I am aware, China has a sunset clause that is of 12 years. Now, I'll let the viewers know what a sunset clause is. So after a bilateral treaty has been signed between two countries with regards to any investment. Now, these investors is not the country or the sovereign itself. Are individuals of this sovereign who are coming say China is investing. Now, China sovereign as a sovereign is not investing in India, but there are Chinese company which is investing in India and that entire deal would be uh, governed by the bilateral treaty, if I'm not wrong. And now a sunset clause in a bilateral treaty essentially says that even after, if the investment is made today and the bilateral treaty is over in say another five years, it will go on for that sunset period and the investment would be protected for the next say 12 years as uh, China has it in the previous BIT. Now, uh, that is something I don't know whether we are going to face a problem with it or not yet. It's like under speculation because uh, right now, if we see what the situation is, I think China might have a legitimate case because as you pointed out, it's arbitrary. An arbitrary use of power, whether it's by a sovereign, whether it's by an individual, itself is against the law. Correct, correct. So, you know, there is a high likelihood that in international forums, like right, the World Trade Organization or something, this might get challenged. Correct. So, you know, I think we digressed off a little with the PUBG thing. So, let's come back to that. And, you know, like as I was telling that, you know, about the 10% share that Tencent has, yeah. right? And it was a little bit arbitrary on the part of the Indian government to, you know, arbitrarily just cut them off like that. Exactly. But, you know, that is something as we were discussing that, you know, it is a matter of record that will come so out in the public. Right. Correct, 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 absolutely. Yeah. So, but looking to the future, what could happen? So, you know, there's this particular company that I have in mind, you know, right? So, that may be the next home to PUBG and similar other games like this, which might face the similar fate. So, if I'm guessing right, then this would lead us to the next segment of this podcast and webcast, whatever they're listening to. So, 
Let me guess the name. So you're thinking that Reliance. Correct, correct. Reliance correct. is a perfect platform right now, especially with Jio coming in with full force with its investors and a lot of funding correct. and deep pockets per se. This would be a perfect way to get into the Indian market right correct. now. Correct, right. So absolutely. I'm looking at Jio platforms, let's say in more specific terms than Reliance. So this year around, if you remember, in between this pandemic, Jio has successfully managed to acquire investments from not only the big names like Apple, no sorry, not Apple, rather Amazon, Amazon is there. Google, Silver uh, Facebook, Silver League, uh, General Atlantic. Yeah. Right? So big names, big investments, big billions of dollars that has yeah. been gone into you know the Jio platforms. Exactly. And if you look at it, Jio platforms has been a front runner to multiple inventions and innovations in the recent past, right? So if I were to take an example out of the multiple innovations that Geo Platforms has done, if you look at Geo Mart, right, which was recently launched by uh, Reliance Geo or other Geo Platforms in this case, right, to deliver groceries to your house, that was done within a very short span of time, I believe one, one and a half months. This entire Reliance Fresh, that was an offline brick and mortar store to a complete exactly. online medium. So that is the capability that these investors see in Geo platforms, right? Which is why they are investing into it. Uh, yeah, but it's relatively sim simple if you ask me. It's just people with deep pockets. They are going to get the development running faster than a company which will not be able to afford. Correct, correct. So let me ask you a question around this. That what do you feel? You know, like where is Geo platforms going to go in the near future and affect the Indian household? Where do you see it? like going in let's say the next year with these investments barring the already existing deep pockets of Mukesh Ambani and Reliance Jio that already exists. I think the possibility there is endless because when we see Reliance has been there in the market for a very long time so they're very aware of who the players are and they've played with those players for a long time now correct, correct. and one of the biggest plus points leaving the deep pockets out is that Jio entered the market at a perfect time and captured the market almost in a perfect manner with some help from the competition commission, we all know about it. So, uh, that being said, we see that the possibility to which Jio can reach is almost as much as Google is reaching right now, I believe. Absolutely. So that is why you will see that Google has made that pledge, if I'm not too wrong, over $8 billion to Reliance Jio only. Correct? Yeah. So. If I were to look at PUBG from a more futuristic standpoint and with a more, you know, a positive outlook, it could be, you know, the home in like Geo platforms where not only PUBG but similar games which have met the same fit could be renewed through Geo platforms if they were to have their own games wing, which I'm pretty sure behind the curtain is already going on, right? Yeah, of course, of course. Like right now, e-games is a huge revenue. Uh, be it Fortnite, which we previously spoke about, be it PUBG, be it any other game that is in that segment right now. Mobile gaming or gaming in general is thriving. And I believe something that we realize when we look at Geo is that they are perfect when it comes to taking advantage of a trend. And from where I see it is that Reliance is jumping on the very opportunity to join the bandwagon, which is the technological revolution, which we were talking about previously. So if you ask me as to what the possibility is, the possibility is endless. 
there is not a bar that a billionaire would have when it comes to development now it is whether these developments happen within the set of laws within the set of morality that the society holds for us as long as it's there i think guess uh, it's going to be a good thing for india in fact to have a platform like that and uh, essentially not being dependent and this entire atmanirbhar concept that has been adopted by us very recently is going to get the right justice to the name itself and uh, so i think that's about it what i think let's see where this goes because speculations are speculations now correct we can have suggestions as to that reliance should maybe take part in this entire 10% tencent that tencent owns but now it's also a very difficult question where whether or not it's going to create some legal complications with regards to say which geo previously faced with regards to competition commission so let's hope that it isn't right <laughs> and you know with that renewed outlook as to you know pubg coming back or with the launch of 4g and several other things as we were discussing some time back right let's hope that you know geo can be the home or other geo platforms can be the home of these games right absolutely and let's on that note end this episode of the podcast but before you do but before you do uh, i just had one thing uh, just to a little out of context maybe but uh, you know like google is facing major problems with regards to antitrust issues correct right so do you see geo go headed that way now that's my question to you because it's quite possible unless you know they become too big to fail or you know they are able to prove it otherwise but quite possible but i think that is something only time can tell yeah, speculations again correct correct so let us delve deeper into that some other time and you know give you a more cleaner outlook as to what could be the possibilities of geo so i guess this is about it we are going to wrap up to, for today and be sure to subscribe to us be sure to listen to us and if you have some interesting thoughts that you want to share you want us to discuss you let us know and we would surely come uh, get back to you on that and lastly if not the least is that we'll be doing this uh, weekly and so we really expect that maybe we'll get some traction with regards to your views and we get some constructive feedbacks as to what they want from this absolutely absolutely i am not going to dance in any form but, of prop if that's a suggestion but, but, let but me but just in terms of constructive feedback let me just inform you this for viewers who are watching on youtube adi please get a haircut you look like a homeless man please get a haircut please i shall and on that note i shall thank you <laughs>